So we're live. Um, welcome everyone back to the second episode of the Eco Fashion Podcast here at VCU. Um, I'm your host, Alex, and today I'm joined by my new co-host. Uh, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey everyone, I'm Natalie. Um, I'm the co-host for the podcast for this year. I'm excited. This is my first time um, in the Eco Fashion Club, so I'm excited to see what we do with the podcast and the club for this year. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so just really starting out, uh, we sincerely apologize that we weren't able to really you know, continue the podcast uh, last semester. And that was really just due to, uh, you know, the abrupt end of the semester, really due to COVID um, and everything in person. So Thor and I were unfortunately unable to, you know, convene and you know have podcast meetings. So but with that, you know, we were luckily able to figure out a way to do it via Zoom and hopefully it works, uh, you know, through the semester for us and in the future. Um, <clears throat> so a little bit about our new co-host. Uh, her name is Natalie and I'll let her kind of take over and kind of explain who she is and what she's about. Yeah, so um, I am a first year student here at, at VCU. Um, and so as Alex was saying with COVID, it came suddenly for everyone. And I know we've all kind of had to change our lives with it. So I was actually working in New York um, in the fashion world for about three years. I graduated from the University of Alabama in 2017. And after that, I just moved to New York and I was up there. Um, I was doing a lot of styling jobs, working with um, one stylist in, in particular in New York, but I would do jobs here and there for stylists that would come in from LA or just working on other magazines that I was freelancing with. And then when COVID hit, obviously everything with fashion kind of stopped. And I kind of took it as a time to figure out if I still wanted to work in fashion as a sole part of my life or just kind of have it be more as not a side job, but maybe something where I could be more in control. So I started a brand when I was in college as like our senior project. So I'm trying to work on that and getting that restarted. Um, but now I'm back at school and I'm studying journalism. And it was actually my advisor who told me about Eco Fashion Club because I was telling him, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to be more solely into fashion or do journalism with like writing or get into politics or whatever that's going to lead me. And he actually told me about um, the Eco Fashion Club and he was like, you should join it. I think you would like bond with the people that are in there. And I think too, with fashion and with everything going on with COVID, it can, the fashion world kind of has a time right now that they can change. And I think it can be changed for the better because everyone's into sustainable brands right now and shopping secondhand and shopping at like the local stores. Um, so I think fashion has a time where they can change and, you know, just put more, more emphasis on the way that clothes have the effect on our environment and not solely just on like trying to keep up with the trends every like six months or so. So I think right now with the way that the world is going, that fashion kind of has the chance to change. And that's kind of also why I wanted to join the club just to promote people and just let people know mainly about like sustainable clothing. I feel like people don't really know too much about it. Like thrifting has kind of become a trend, which is good that it's becoming a trend because I think that will be the best way to get it to fast track into it expanding. But I think more of just 
turning that trend into something that stays and not just a fad. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I, I really didn't know a lot about uh, your background prior to, you know, meeting you in the fashion club, but that's really interesting. I didn't know that, um, you know, you had, you've actually had experience in the professional work, professional world, um, you know, regarding the styling and stuff. How, how, how was that experience, especially, um, you know, coming back to academia and then, you know, getting out of the professional world, how was that experience for you? Like, was that like a decision that you made uh, on your own or was like, was there something that really, you know, affected you on like some event that was like, made you want to go back to school? Um, it was kind of my own choice. Um, I was really like thinking, cause it was so scary because a lot of my friends who are still in New York working in fashion, we all were kind of in the same position of being furloughed from our jobs or sadly some of us had to, you know, we were, we were let go from our jobs. So it was a kind of a time where no one really knew if anything with fashion was going to kind of return, especially around the world with like styling and being involved on sets because that takes so many people that have to be there for not just with styling, but even with um, the cast that's there for like the lighting and the production. So it was kind of more kind of stuck in the position of never having um, like getting a job back again. And I also, I, w- I was liking fashion. I was I liked working in it a lot more than I liked studying it in school. So I think it's just different being in like the position to be working in fashion, but I wasn't loving it as much as I was when I first had gone into it. So I kind of just was like, okay, well, COVID is hit. I can't be in New York anyway, because nothing's going on. So I was already at home. And then once it got closer to having to either resign my lease or give it up, it was kind of like, well, I still don't have my jobs back. So I think it's best if I just go and take this new track and I can still do fashion and still, you know, have either create my own brand um, bigger or even go back and work into the different um, fashion like fields, um, not doesn't have to just be styling now. I can do different things as well. So it was kind of my own choice, but then also mixed with COVID and mixed with, well, no one really knows how anything with jobs are going to be. Yeah, that's really interesting, especially, you know, how COVID has hit the fashion industry. It really like shook the industry, I feel like, especially in a in a way that no one even expected because like being something that was you know, something like, uh, it was so small, you know, the cases are really small starting in, um, I believe it was like February or even January, they had early cases coming in. Um, and then, you know, it really just blew up in our faces. Uh, and it was really, really crazy to see how not only the universities that were affected and like how they had to shut down completely and, you know, move to online learning, but how the industry was affected. And like, like you said, like you didn't, a lot of your peers were let go, unfortunately. And I think like that, it's huge, especially like COVID has made a, such a huge hit on the fashion industry that people don't even know like if it's capable for it to get back to where it was in the next couple of years, you know? Um, so that's really, really crazy. And, you know, how was your experience styling and, you know, having, being in that field? Because a lot of people that do listen to pod or that, you know, are in the fashion program in general at VCU, um, they have a huge interest in being stylists. Like, could you explain or like kind of highlight how that was and like, you know, what led you to be, be like pursue styling? 
Yeah, so it was actually when I first got to New York, I was interning at um, a fashion house and I was w interning with their um, design team. And then whenever we would be putting on things for fashion week or just doing photo shoots for the collection, there usually is a stylist that works with the brand. So then I, well, the, like the group that I was interning with, I would like help a lot with like putting on the photo shoots and doing the different things with like getting the clothes prepped and all of that. So I was working mainly with the stylists when they would come in for those events. And then through that, that's kind of how I started to get more internships in styling. And then I kind of like stuck to that because I just kept getting more styling things offered. And then after a while, then I started to getting um, started getting paid doing styling jobs. So then I kind of just stuck with that. But I didn't really go to New York trying to be a stylist. It was just kind of something that happened while I was interning at um, a design house. But it was really cool to do styling because it's it's really fun to be on set and just to be around like everyone that's there with like models and just like seeing the lighting and like seeing the production that goes on. And there's so much like work that goes into styling besides just like getting the clothes prepped. And, you know, then there's also things while you're on set and it's like, oh, this seems like so annoying, but at the end, like it has to be done. Like when you just have to steam clothes for like the first hour while like the, the models are still doing their fitting. But then when you wow. see the clothes at the end of the shoot, like you see that everything looks neat and pressed. And it's just, it's also cool to, when you have to like create the story as to why like the shoot is even being happening is even happening so you know they're say the story is like oh summer night in monaco or something and then you're finding all of these clothes that would go along with that and you want to bring in different color stories and you want to have colors that are going to go along with whatever background that you're shooting at or if you're going to be on a location versus just having um, a backdrop and then if they're going to put in a picture or just leave it white or however it's going to be so it's it takes a lot of work um, a lot more work than I feel like people think that it is they feel like when you hear about it on shows people are like oh yeah like let me just go and like pick up the outfit and then I bring it over to set it's like the hours are obviously crazy I mean anything in fashion is always crazy and something yeah. always changes at the last minute so usually even when you're on set thinking that everything is there, you're usually running to go and get something that wasn't picked up or you're picking up something that just got returned back from the um, to the studio. So it was definitely crazy. Um, yeah, but not something that I thought that I was actually gonna do. It was just kind of something that happened while I was there. That's awesome. That's really cool. I, I, I really think that's really interesting too, especially to have you as the co-host. And I think it'll really like help us you know, have like a professional eye towards like things that we talk about, especially moving forward, which really leads us into our next topic perfectly. Um, really just like what we are as a club, just kind of reiterating to the audience, like who we are and what we are. Um, you know, obviously the Eco Fashion Club, I think that's the name's pretty self-explanatory for some. Um, you know, we're really focusing on not only sustainability within the fashion industry, but raising awareness to being a conscious consumer. And I think that's really important, especially for you know, being that fashion industry is one of the highest polluters in the world, unfortunately. And, um, you know, now that we can be help be a part of the solution at some point, I think that maybe, you know, with this platform, we can, you know, raise awareness to not only listeners that are at ECU, but maybe listeners from around the world. 
Um, you know, do you do you think that, you know, with uh, the fashion industry where it is and how COVID has affected it, do you think that really has an effect on also brands, you know, trying to break into sustainability and, you know, being that manufacturers might have issues with COVID and things like that? Or have you like thought about that before? Um, yeah, I think it could have an effect because I think a lot of people are, I don't know, I think people, brands are kind of scared to go in the sustainable route because it takes more work to make sure that it is sustainable and you don't want to be the brand that's saying oh we're sustainable and you know we're practicing all these good like measures to be eco-friendly and then you know people find out that they're actually not sustainable that would kind of hurt a brand even more than them even trying to become um sustainable or just eco-friendly but i think too, that it's also, as you're saying, like with COVID and everyone with it kind of being the focus, I think kind of brands are in a way maybe being forced into trying to practice more like sustainable measures or even trying to cut down on how much they produce. Because I think so many people like that are in fashion or even study it or even just know anything about it. They have all been you know, calling out about how the fashion calendar works and about how many pieces like people are putting into their collections and into their lines that I think it's kind of as a brand, you kind of have to, you have to realize it and you have to see all the articles that have come out about it or, you know, things on Twitter or even TikTok where people have like called out like the fashion calendar, like being so crazy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think within with fashion, like it's, it's now, I feel like it's just become so much about like trends and so much about like looking good on Instagram or on Twitter that I think now with everyone being in quarantine and being like at home and, you know, just thinking about kind of things that they want to have versus looking good online, I think also is being called out. So I think it's just like, now is the time for brands to at least try to be sustainable or just realize that maybe you don't need 80 pieces in a collection, you know, make it be less. So yeah, I think, I think it can go, I think it could go really well for brands if they take this time now to do it. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, um, you know, with quarantine and things like that, it really is, people have had like so much more time to, you know, get into things that they never thought they would have gotten into before, or, you know, um, go back to things that they were used to be into and like, you know, um, upcycling and things like that. I've seen tons of people on Instagram do it. Um, you know, one of the most famous accounts that I've seen, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, is uh, Filthy. Uh, it's this guy that lives in New York and he like, he, uh, you know, edit, like he like works on Jordans and like, you know, new sneakers, but also he does a lot of cut and sew and like upcycling pieces into other new pieces and creating something that, you know, you what you couldn't imagine uh, coming together between like a pair of pants and a Stussy hoodie, you know? And right. so I think like something like that is cool. And, and like, and now he's like, his following has exploded. And he is like, now like he's made sneakers for Ronnie Flag for Kiss. And, you know, he's had his own release with StockX where he's released sneakers that he's made on StockX and people have paid like ridiculous amounts of money for those sneakers. So I think that's really cool. And like now people are really getting into the idea of, you know, um, finding different ways to make old stuff that they don't wear look good to look like and fit their style that they're into now which I think that's really incredible, especially, so, you know, quarantine obviously has its, you know, pros and cons, but especially I think in the, in light of sustainability, it, it actually has helped 
in certain ways, especially for people that are just at home um, and, you know, found a new hobby. Um, so I think that's really cool. Uh, so as for like, you know, what we're planning on doing for the podcast, um, you know, obviously we want to have some, some new, you know, interviews with people that we have um, and also some ideas for, you know, current rotating topics that we go into maybe like brands that we're liking or brands that we're seeing are making influence um, and also, uh, you know, schools and other universities that have uh, eco fashion clubs and things like that. Do you um, want to, I guess, explain a little bit about our plan for, you know, reaching out to other universities like FIT who have a certificate in sustainability? Yeah, so um, like Alex was saying, at FIT, they have a sustainable fashion certificate that you can get. Um, right now, I think it's only offered online, like not not just offered online because of COVID. I think it's just like one of those online, like post-college more learning um, certificates that you can do. Um, and actually one of my friends is doing the certificate now. So that's how I heard about it. Um, because we were in a class together over the summer and she was telling me about how she was had to do this um, sustainable project in the class that she was in. So that's kind of how I heard about it. So we're gonna try and reach out to um, FIT department and see if some of the faculty um, or teachers or even some of the students, if they want to speak on the podcast, um, I think it would be cool to just you know, hear about what they're teaching about um, sustainable fashion, whether are they teaching people about brands? Are they teaching people like, are they teaching the students or, like how to be more sustainable with um, like the fabrics that you buy for if, if they're design majors or, so I think it would just be cool to know what the curriculum for that is like and kind of what they're learning. Um, and then, yeah, if there's just any clubs too that FIT has around um, sustainability, I think that could be cool to have people on. Because I think as you were saying, like it doesn't have to just be about um, sustainable fashion. I think um, sustainable living is kind of a trend too that people have gotten on because of being at home and trying to reuse um, not even just clothes, but just reuse different things that are at their house. And people have been like changing their, like their hall closets and making them look nicer. So I think the sustainable living can go in every aspect of your life and not just fashion. So I think that could be cool too, to bring to the, the, the viewers out there so that they can just know, know about more sustainable practices they could take. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's going to be really cool. Um, I think like also in store, we have a lot of things, um, you know, I have, I have a, had an idea of maybe doing like Q and A's via the social media. Um, maybe like we can go on a live one time, or maybe we have uh, viewers submit Q and A's or questions to the Instagram. And also for the Instagram, um, you know, any viewers out there that have any interest in, you know, uh, pushing maybe a brand that they're interested in that focuses on sustainability companies or even themselves that, that we know we're there for, you know, playing a part in sustainability in the fashion industry, just, you know, feel free to contact us, you know, via the Instagram, which I believe it's ecofashion at VCU. Um, yes. I believe that's our handle. So, you know, if you have any interest in, you know, contacting us or anything like that regarding, you know, putting out a brand or anything like that, just, you know, feel free to shoot us a DM or anything via the Instagram and, you know, we'll get back to you and, you know, see what we can do. Um, but other than that, I think that's about it. I think, um, you know, it was a good little, you know, way to get back into the groove of, you know, potting, uh, you know, getting back to the podcast. Um, 
I, you know, I'm really glad that you were able to, you know, come on the pod and, you know, I look forward to having more episodes and, you know, putting out more stuff with you um, because it definitely seems like you have the knowledge and, you know, you'll be able to, you know, show the viewers, you know, really the professional side of the industry, which is, I think, what will be really, like, awesome. As, as it'll be really exciting. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to mention, I guess, regarding the pod or, you know, anything else like that? Um, no, I don't think any, I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, I think too, just something that I thought of for fashion revolution. I think that could be cool if we had like, um, the Q and A during that time, or even Absolutely. students from the club or just students at the university, if they're into, um, sustainable fashion or just sustainable lifestyles to have them on during that week. I think that could be a great way to hone in on sustainable living. Yeah. Maybe maybe like a like a zoom q a or something like that like yeah you know, be, be something different you know because <laughs> everyone will be at home but uh awesome well thank you uh you know especially all the listeners thanks for first time and last time listeners thanks for t- checking in and uh look out for more podcasts we'll definitely be pushing some more content to you guys thanks mm-hmm.